the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 224 of the Heart of LFC podcast. Yes, it is that time. The season is upon us. Only a few days away here, and we're getting into the mix. There's a new song that popped 30 minutes ago. It's all good things. There's a ton of news. We're going to preview it all. And, of course, to get all this out to you guys, we had to bring in the full team to make it happen. So let's welcome back our crew. Ben, welcome back, sir. How are you today? Thank you, Joseph. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Um, yeah, I'm just happy to be back. You know, it's it's been a few weeks since I've been on the show, but, you know, I'm just looking forward to talking to you guys about LAFC and the season home opener on Saturday. There we go. And congratulations on your early victory tonight. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be at the game on Saturday with all you guys, so let's go. In the north end, make it happen. There we go. Bam, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right for a nice Friday afternoon. So new song dropped. Looking forward to blasting that a lot more. Uh, pumped for the game. I've got some big news about the game coming up later on too. There we go. And toys, toys, toys. There we are, man. Love what you're doing, Ben. You love what you're doing, Bam. Keep it up. Tony, how are you tonight? I am so hype. I just came back from a certain location and seeing what I've seen. Oof. I can't wait for all y'all to see this and we just keep setting trends being above everybody else. Let's just say being us the 3252 and LASC, the trendsetters, as you say, uh, yeah, guys, if you missed the first, I'd say 10 minutes, um, before the match begins, you will be regretting it for a very long time. So I'll just, I'll leave it like that. Just don't miss the opening. Don't miss the walk-in. It's going to be great. It's proper. Season five is here. <sighs> yeah. Hype is worth it. It totally is. And we'll get into that in a little bit, of course. Uh, we'll talk about the Rapids, all their changes. We're getting we're getting crazy with it tonight. So to do that, before we get into the game preview, let's talk about all the news that's happened since the last time we saw y'all. Uh, I think the biggest one, of course, is this one right here. The kit is live. You saw the leaks. The leaks didn't do it justice, very obviously. Uh, let's be real. It's probably the best kit in the league. I'm going to say it right now. I, I love everything about it. Uh, but yes, the five-year kit is in. Anniversary time. It makes its case. I think the guys in here will probably agree with me. Bam, you digging the kit? I am. I am. It's... The photos were like, eh, but seeing it in person a bit more, it looks magnificent. Exactly. And there's enough room to fit a star, possibly. So uh, even better, even better. Ben, you, you looking to invest in one of these bad boys as well? Yeah, I mean, even more with that star um, above the crest next season, you know, it'll look even <laughs> way better. <laughs> Not to jinx anything, of course, but... Uh, it's meant it's meant to be people uh tony i know you're you're getting in on this mix too right oh yeah 100 percent. like from everybody on twitter it says it looks better with tattoos and i have a lot of tattoos so it'll pop out even better for me there it is and honestly it's built for the north end for those of us that like to wear vests and jackets 
it cuts just perfectly so it actually the crest shows at all times even when you've got your supporter vest on it's meant for us i guess what can you say uh little things that you'll notice there's actually uh shout outs to past kits on here which i think it's pretty cool you see some stripes there's fives of things if you've noticed there's there's counts and uh marcus will be on pretty soon not tonight but we're gonna get him on um and the team to talk about actually what what it took to get to this level to this kit uh but they'll be coming on a couple episodes away from now probably at most a couple of episodes just to talk things up uh about this because you know our identity is what it is so good on that i gotta say the event was really good from the club ton of people got free uh customization in fact tony you said that the demand was so high that they're still doing it right now right oh my god i went in this morning or this afternoon because again i had to be there and i went to go buy a kit an authentic and i was like oh because are you guys doing customizations they're like honestly we are not doing customization because they're running out of leathers they're running out of numbers and they're still behind from 500 sales and on top of that i talked to somebody close to who who ran the event saying it was the biggest launch they've ever had for a kit so far it was huge it was crazy basically it went from the Pepsi area, I always forget how they call it, but the zone, right? The entryway. Pepsi and it Plaza. Wrapped around, Pepsi Plaza wrapped around the building and went all the way out to Figueroa. And the line stopped around Figueroa. So it went all the way to the street. That was the line to get into this event. Uh, mind you, this is season ticket holders and, and uh, crazy supporters that made this up. It wasn't just, you know, every random in the world, right? Um, yeah. So basically... It was huge. It was way better than anybody would have expected it to be. Uh, everybody was in there buying kits. Uh, it wasn't like somebody went to go, eh, I'm going to look at it. No, it was, you're in, you're going to go take care of business. There's a lot of good activation from the club in terms of pictures that you could get with it. The food was actually pretty good uh, for what lasted because that went kind of out quick because of the numbers that showed. Uh, there were carnival games for the kids. They really did a good job. It's the best one yet for the launches so i'm happy with it i thought it was good tony you also forget we from some like again espn and as much as everyone say they're biased towards us or whatever named it the best kit of this year if you're gonna celebrate an anniversary you might as well be the top dog right it's a good thing it's a good thing so uh kit launch good kit design good better than the rumors i think even the players are digging this thing uh yeah total victory and i gotta say for mls as a whole this season most of the kits look really really good this is probably the best collection of kits the league has ever had there's some that are total misses and and we'll make fun of them when we play them um but most are actually really really good and even though we know adidas can kind of look a little cookie cutter they did enough to make them all unique this year which was nice to see. There's a few that are like, yeah, right, a little too generic. But most they put in they put in the proper work. So good on Adidas, good on everybody in the design teams to make it look pretty unique after you know season 25 where we all had the same cut. So good changes, that's for sure. Of course, that wasn't the only news last week. The other big news, Ben, is we have a new player, right? Yeah, uh Donio Henry, the uh 28-year-old Canadian international. Um 
center back. He he joins LAFC. He uh, played in the Korean K League for the past two years. He's a you know veteran, athletic, strong, physical presence, dominant aerial force. He's just a really really good. Uh, brings good leadership in the back line. Something we need. Um, he's dangerous on set pieces um, in the air. He plays it simple in, in the back. Doesn't complicate things. You know, just an overall really good addition. Uh, he brings ton of experience both internationally and in MLS. Um, and he's played alongside uh, Max Crepo in Vancouver. Uh, he played there for two years with him. And he was also coached by a uh, current LAFC assistant, Mark Dos Santos, in Vancouver as well. So there's some fami familiarity there. Um, that's always good. And he's a regular um, regular call-up for the Canadian national team. So, you know, that's always good. Um, good experience for our end. So, yeah, all in all, just a great, great move. What do you guys think? Killer move. I, I honestly, we, the one thing that we've lacked the past few years is a little bit of sandpaper, right? Guys that are willing to to dig in, to get ugly, to throw the dark arts into the mix. And this year, we've got about three or four capable of that. Huge, huge difference. And he's one of those guys that can get into the mix. He plays internationals, right? I guess <laughs> when he played against Mexico, he was pretty tough out there, right? Troublemaker yeah. a bit. Mm -hmm. But that's needed in tight games. It's a good thing to have a player that's capable of that. And he's smart. Bam, you mentioned last week he doesn't really get that many red cards, does he? No, he's only had one red card. Lots of yellows, though, because of the physicality. Yeah, but it's a yellow card magnet, but he knows that once he's on a yellow, to calm down a little bit. So that's just what like we need. Escobar, just like Escobar, right? Uh, so it's good. Also, he's got uh, you know the beard game is strong, so I can't complain there either. Uh, all good in the club that works for me. So yeah, Donnell Henry is in the mix. He's one of ours. He's already worn the kit. It looks good. Uh, yeah, teams build even further. So that being said, we did have one uh, tune-up since the last time we talked to you guys. The last hurrah before the season started. And uh, Tony, how did the last tune-up go? So it went really well, um, to say the least. It was a blowout, 6-1 to the New York Red Bulls. Um, the first half was pretty much B-Rod, Preseason is his thing because he scored last season in preseason, but he scored a, he scored a brace and also also assisted a Carlos Vela strike as well in the first half. And then there was an own goal as well. So we were already up pretty well. And then next thing you know, we have um, a goal from Fall and Opoku as well. So honestly, it looks like they were ready for this. We were getting tuned up for the right reasons again. Preseason is preseason. I don't see anybody being so scared if we lose all the games or we win all the games. Again, people are still trying to learn each other. Everybody's trying to get used to every things. And like as um actually in an interview, uh, I think it was with Max and Vince, uh Hold Holdson, or I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name, Ryan, I think his first name is right. The mm, new Hollington. defender. Yeah, Holling said, thank you. Um, said it's like he's used to a system because he knows the people he's been playing with forever and it just gets used to just getting used to like when someone runs up he knows what to do or stay back when he the other to his other partner goes so again preseason is just preseason you can't really read into it 
it's everyone getting to know each other and moving forward it looks like we're going to be doing well for the season yeah i mean again it's the run out you're looking at individual performances as you've mentioned uh ryan's hauling said you you he's considered maybe one of the best overlapping defenders wingbacks in this league he's highly touted on top of having palacios that challenges for that role we now have a real battle on that side uh but hollingshead has you know a little less gaff prone you could say uh so you have this player now that's also a veteran he can mix it up too yeah, it, it's good. It's good. And he fits in instantly, which is really, really good to hear that. So good on Vela, good on B-Rod getting, getting stuff. I saw Palacios, and he did create a great play. was a part of an excellent uh, play on the day. Again, that's the right result to get at the end. Some guys just get, get some goals. That's fine. Uh, moving on. Ben, you want to read anything else into that, or is it just like, hey, good to run out, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I, I like what I see from Apogu, though. He seems to be very involved in this preseason, you know, even alongside um, Brian and, and Vela. I, I noticed that Chicho didn't play in this in this last preseason match. I'm not, I'm not sure what happened. Maybe just rest. But, yeah, Apogu, you know, he got his chance and he took advantage. He he seemed he was very involved um, in the first half, you know, created some chances, got a goal of his own. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a revelation this season for us, Apoku. I agree. I agree. We, we, we saw glimpses of that before he got injured. There's like, there's something special about this guy. And now it's here. You know, if any of the three up top go on a slump, a is going to take the role. Uh, there is no question. We now have that option beyond him. We've got the kids. We've got Jennings. We've got Moose. Uh, it, we're deep. This is depth guys. And there's options now. Uh, it's nice to have. It really is nice. And for Opoku to just grab it and take it is, is really awesome. So, yeah, well said, Ben. Uh, Bam, your final thoughts on the final preseason game? Going by the last the last games before that, how the world was falling apart, you know, this club's not going to win anything, all that kind of stuff. I think we came out and we've done quite well, actually. So keep going, boys, and we'll have a good season. We don't talk about Bruno. I'll just say that. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, you can't, again, don't read too much into it. Just respect the individual performances and how they're fitting in. That's really what you're looking at. And it seemed pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah. You know, the guys that we need to see on the sheet were on the sheet. So we can definitely move on knowing that they're, they're getting there. They're definitely getting there. Uh, after that, of course, Ben, have you heard any of the rumors? It looks like we're locked in here. Well, only rumor I hear is about Rossi and the interest from from Brazil, from mm -hmm. uh, Corinthians and Flamengo. I mean, you know, we're gonna talk about the uh, Turkish Odyssey later on with him and Fenerbahce. But yeah, the only the only rumors I hear is that Rossi might be going to Brazil. That there's interest from those clubs, like I mentioned, Corinthians and Flamengo. But besides that, it, it's been pretty quiet. There we go. Okay. This sounds like the wait and see might be the winning uh, winning decision. And so let's bring on the Turkish Odyssey. Bam, you're our expert on the Turkish Odyssey. You finally have news. So please, you have the floor, sir. Well, there's one publication saying that it's uh, 8 million US, just an 8 million US dollar deal for 
gone through and signing a four-year contract with um, Fenerbahce. But that being said, though, nothing official from either clubs has come out. So you got to sit there and go, okay, is it true? Is it not true? Whatever. I did see earlier they were saying that nothing official yet, but it is still in the works. Um, the only problem I can kind of see with that is they're the third most in-depth in team in Turkey at the moment. So what's all that? And so you got to sit there and go, is he going to stay there the whole time or will they buy him and loan him down to Brazil? I can sort of see that happening. So I buy to they buy him out, loan him down to Brazil with a clause to sell down there for maybe more money. Who knows? But that's something to look forward to. I mean, it could be a three-team move where we get a new body out of this. You never know, right? He's still ours. So if they're making that deal, we're in it. Everyone's going to win somewhere. So who knows what we're getting out of this, but except a free DP and a lot of money, right? Uh, that's yeah. the first thing. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Like you it, never it, know, right? Three team deals. Yeah. Like if, if you think about it too, we bought him for what two mil, and we're selling him for just under eight mil US. So that's even there. That's a massive profit for us. So that's something to look forward to. Good things come to those who wait, I guess. So good on that. Uh, so yeah, hopefully the Rossi thing is legit. It happened. I know I saw some documents that were getting like leaked out there and. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens there. On that note, let's jump into our comments before we get into uh, club and community with Tony. Let's see who's on tonight as we pop up to the top here. Of course, Al Hopkins gets the reward of being first on the day. There we go. Uh, Roberto Espinoza beat me again, Al. These guys. Uh, Roberto, welcome to the show, man. Love it. Uh, he's also loving the kit as well. Says kit looks dope. Going to chill on purchasing it, purchasing it though. I couldn't help myself, so I kind of ran through and got it. And yes, I did get it customized because I'm a crazy person and, and ran across and skipped my beautiful picture. Everybody's got these cool portraits. I went, no, I want my name and number, so I'll let that go. Uh, <laughs> to get up there, it happened. Done. Moving on. Right. Uh, LAC Beast. Good evening, gentlemen. Hope you're all well. First, what are your feelings towards the new kits? And we expressed our love for it. Uh, I think it's it's unanimous. It's hard not to like it. I know people are thrown by the center the center kit. I get my Newcastle flashbacks from this, so I'm just a happy camper. I think Germany's done it a few times. Brazil's definitely done it. You see it more with national teams, I think. But I'm happy. I'm good. Uh, let's see, Al Hopkins. I caved and bought the authentic at the launch. Got 23 of Costa on the back. Look at this guy. He went with the Costa right out, right out of the gate. Good stuff, Al. I think that's going to pay off for you, man. I just, I'm happy he's here. So good call. Good call. Let's hope that we have a little more luck with the number 23 though. I'll throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> LSE beast. I can see why those don't like it since the crest was over towards the middle. Uh, it ain't no anatomy, but I think that, but I was thinking heart of LA. Hey, we're not going to complain about that on this show. Not at all. You want to put a crest over the heart, call it heart of LA. Yeah, we're cool with it. <laughs> Carlos C. I'm going to buy a blank authentic. I'm not into customizing players come and go. That's right. That's why I got my own name on the back because they can't trade me. At least I don't think they can. Especially not the Carson, right, guys? Uh, so, yeah, I'm not getting traded. Uh, so that's why I did that. 
Uh, Roberto Spinoza. I mean, it's a weird spot for the badge, but I mean, there's kind of an elegance. You'd lose this look right here. See this? That would get lost in a patch. So I think they want a design to really show up. Small's got his. Good stuff. Al Hopkins, technically, the heart is actually more center when where most people think it is. Yeah, yeah. Roberto Espinosa, I'm exclusively buying blank replicas. I will say this for the blank replica. It looks almost identical. I saw it there. It really doesn't look that much different this year. There's usually a big difference. There's not on the replicas. The big difference is the crest, instead of having this like plastic vinyl vibe to it, is actually st a stitched patch. So durability, that might be the better option. And then it's cloth stripes instead of these like tape ones, right? So if you're really looking for long-term durability, the replica is not a bad option. You could definitely beat it up a little more than this one. There's other little things in it that might be different, but it passes the eye test. So good move. Uh, Carlos C agreed. Most look good. Philadelphia and Vancouver stand out. I love what Philadelphia's kit looks like. I, it just really does buy into the supporter vibe. And Vancouver, that's their traditional look, right? That's what they do. So they're keeping with tradition. Good on them for doing that. Really. Uh, the sleeper one also to me is Miami or because, dude, the pink looks right in the collar like Tony likes the collar. Looks good. And then Chicago with the uh, water tower design in the background uh, was a really nice touch to go in with the whole history of the fire. So good on them. Uh, Roberto Spinoza, man, we are going to be OK during are we going to be OK during international play? Well, we've got depth, so I think think we're OK. I think we're even in goalkeeping. We brought in two goalkeepers this year that are capable. So we're, we're good. And sis needs to play. So that's all right. There'll be those times. Uh, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Uh, he also says, I like Phillies. I almost feel bad for Seattle fans. Uh, keyword almost. They still have a Hendricks kit. And as long as they have a Hendricks kit, they have no reason to complain. <laughs> Waiting for a band kit here. We'll see what happens for the next away one. Uh, Oscar the Coyote, all of these new players really does make me wonder what our starting lineup will be on Saturday. We were going to cover that in the second half of the episode today. We want to leave that for last to be the last impression as we head out, uh, in the lead up to the match. Also news seems to be dropping as we're preparing for this show today. So it's pretty fun to, to be a part of that too. Uh, Al Hopkins would be fine during international break, especially with Escobar and Hollingshead. Man, those guys are awesome. God, we got lucky there. Bueno, Escobar is out for sure. Okay. And is Escobar suspended for the first two games of the season? He is. Red card. Actually... Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. We've, we're have we we're built for it. Uh, Seen a strong bench, strong starting lineup, depending on what Steve sets up. There it is. For Espinosa, it's good for Palacios to have competition. He needs it. I think we can all agree to that. Uh, Al says, I see Palacios and Holling said splitting minute, splitting minutes. I think so. I think you're right. Espinoza Poku is going to make some noise this season. I think we all mentioned that earlier. Uh, let's see. Moving on to, oh, LAFCB saying a Poku's goal against Krosas will want him over. I agree. Uh, let's see. Al Hopkins is throwing in his starters with B-Rod, Sifu, and Vela as starters. I don't think you're wrong on that. 
and we'll talk about the lineup as we get further into this. Uh, oh, he's on a Sifu. He's also meant Chichu, Chicho, which, yes, of course, Chicho's going to start. Uh, but I think Sifu's starting, too. We'll talk about how that works out, too. Uh, squad seems good from Roberto Espinoza. Oh, this is interesting from Al Hawkins. It says, Dolo named McCarty as the goalkeeper number two today. Interesting. Maybe that's to free up Sis, right? He needs minutes, guys. So uh, he might be spending some time in Vegas. I think that's a tell right there. And he needs to get in Vegas minutes, which is fine. That's fine. He'll 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 kill it down there. It'll be good for him. Uh, LACB, speaking of collars, got a team out in the South Bay wearing dog collars around their jerseys. Oh, we'll have fun with that for sure. For sure. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and Raito for 10 goals and 12 assists. Dude, look at look at this. Raito, 10 goals and 12 assists this season. Has he had that in his career for us? No. Just asking. My, you know, I'm going to throw up the goofball bet, and I, I told the guys I'm going to say this. What are the chances that Hollingshead has more goals than Raito this year? And you're like, what is he talking about? Look up the stats. Tell me. They average the same per season. Who's going to win it this year? And you're like, wait, a left back? Yeah, he does. About five goals a season. That's what he averages. Have fun with that. He scored on us last year. So uh, we'll see where Raito comes in, but he's got competition on that side. The good thing is they work together on that side. So one setting up the other, everybody wins. I can see the good. I can mm-hmm. see the 12 assists being true. He's got the weapons this year. Yeah. 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 Him crossing into Chicho, Vela, it's, it's going to be good. Acosta at the top of the box. Hollings head yep. on the overlap at the top of the box. Escobar at times. He scored an MLS Cup final. Uh, the, we have weapons everywhere. Fall in his big head. Like, to me, if I'm going to predict a goal for first game of the season, it's going to be an Acosta free kick into fall. He puts one away. If I'm going to throw crazy predictions, that's my head right now. That's where I'm at. We'll talk about that in a bit. But I had to throw that out there because, dude, I just have this feeling that dead balls are going to be truly deadly this year. And I'm going to love every minute of that. So there we go. (laughs) All right. Let's see what else we got. Roberto Spinoza calls him an assist machine. Oh, and Defenders is having fun with necklaces. Good stuff, guys. Have fun with that one. I, I, it's all over twitter too i dig it i dig it. i think it's hilarious so keep up the banter we love the banter it's well earned this season because originality is something and i don't think that's all that's original over on that end so deal with it we have a better kit and y'all know it so there all right moving on let's talk about club and community with tony tony sir what is going on in the community so as we all know, there's nothing going on at recent, but tailgates, tailgates, tailgates. Again, I say this all the time. If you guys want to join and had no people who love LAFC as much as we do or join anything and just be part of the supporter culture, that is your best time to hang out with everybody from Lucky's to from Black Army to Cuervos to LAO now, which just got officially as a 3252 membership wow. as I get. Yep. Congratulations Welcome to LAO. everybody there. Um, and sometimes you get perks like 
the surprise that we had at our Black Army event, um, Crepe decided to show Crepeau. up and Crepeau, yeah. sorry, sorry, Crepeau decided to show up. And I had a full conversation with him and didn't even know it was him because he shaved and didn't see the stubble. <laughs> exactly. And you serious? Yeah, I didn't know it was him. I had a conversation with him. The coolest guy you'll ever meet. Honestly, I thought he wanted to join. I told him, I told him, come to the tailgate. I got you, you know, I got you a couple of beers and whatever. Now I'm like, I can't keep serving beers. I need him sober and straight up. But he is the coolest guy you'll ever meet. A hundred percent. But he'll have one with you post game. I'm sure. hundred percent. Hey, heaven forbid yeah. he cops a red card one game. He can always come hang out with us for the game. He misses with the red card. Well, maybe he gets a rest for a game. Because, you know, he came back from international duty qualifying his team for the World Cup. And he just hangs out for a game and lets the other guys get minutes, you know. Maybe we'll take it that direction. But I got to say, Maxime Crepeau showing up randomly to a supporter social is insanely cool. Especially when he had to go to Pasadena to make that happen. All quiet-like. Just back from Palm Springs or Indio or wherever you want to call the desert out there. Um, By the way, I love it out there. Not talking smack. But. For him to do that unannounced, I had no idea he was going to do that. And I'm the genius that left early, so I missed out completely. No, uh, everybody was telling him to talk to you because we were talking German football. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, everyone's telling me to talk to Joseph and everything. And I was just like, again, didn't know it was him. I'm going to cry on air, people, just because <laughs> of this moment right here. Dude, that's nuts, man. Yeah, no, I, we, we had another new... Uh, Actually, he's we had a guy show up, really cool gent, runs the uh, Borussia Dortmund supporters of New York um, and hung out at the event and was talking all that stuff. So the Bundesliga thing kind of went went sideways that night. Um, but then I left early. I know it's a completely a tangent, but Max Crepe, honestly, when I saw the picture, I didn't recognize him at first either, except that I, I recognized the beard because he had glasses. He was a low pro. I'm like, I think I told my wife, I that's max like i think it's maxime nah that's not him it doesn't look like him like because you really look low pro and yeah now i will say for max he has a supporter's heart you guys got to know that about him that's why he came here a big reason he came here is 3252 but as an academy player in montreal he would sneak into the supporter section like that that's a story okay and that he always gravitated towards the culture so at the end of the day, he has a supporter at heart. The football is coursing through the brains. It's not just for a living. It's not just that he plays the game, but he's a fan just as much as we are. Um, and so it makes perfect sense that he would randomly show up at a supporter event. And you have that funny feeling it won't be the last time he does it for supporters uh, of LAFC because he was dying that he couldn't. I know he was he was really, really, really bummed he couldn't be at the kit launch either because he just loved the vibe. He loves the drums and everything. And so what does that mean, guys? Just be loud, as loud, as loud as possible in the north end. Because guess what? Our goalkeeper loves every minute of that. And so it's only going to make him better. So, yeah, up the support. But good on him for showing up. Uh, definitely an honor to have him doing that, man. It's it's super cool. Uh, outside of that, what else is going on in the community, man? Um, so as well as, so we know the official date, finally. Uh, the 3252 membership will start on game day. So you can sign up and get 
your membership, your foot in the door and try to get yourself into the, uh, into, into the North end is the best way to say it. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. and it helps everybody out for, if you want to start your new support supporter group, that's a, that's a stepping stone to do that. Or if you want to join other ones, um, again, like Al Halpins just show me up and I love you guys. Pride Republic, the best ones to go. I always drink with you guys. It's the best time. So again, sign up only $30, but it goes towards everything we do in the North end. The TIFOs again, you will love it. Um, it goes towards smoke. It goes to traveling. It goes to every, everything. Like I know the 3252 isn't as transparent as most people would like them to be, but there's a reason because we also have to keep everything so locked down. And if you really want to be a part of it, you you can go in all in or you can kind of understand. Like I said, I've never I personally like this is my third year being a hardcore supporter. Don't know anything about it, but I just threw myself in and you learn so much you learned how to support like you understand what a supporter means and being a fan and also you meet friends like these lovely gentlemen that i met through this we lucked out didn't we boys uh yeah no the, the brotherhood uh it's amazing here and that doesn't happen with 3252 putting in all that work the hours that the money put into this TIFO, like you guys, the budgets you have, you have no idea. It's astronomical to create these things only for a few seconds of, of, of celebration. Right. But it takes a lot of work, a lot of manpower working for free guys supplies. It costs a ton paint. It, these are huge projects. Okay. Where's the money come from this? It's the memberships. It's it's the general money that we can possibly make to make it happen. We have road trips. We have to pre-purchase half the tickets we do. Everything is in front of it, and then we do what we can to get back into it, right? Everything's a risk, right? And if there's no finances available, congratulations. You're going to be one of the little groups. Um, you're not going to have what we have. You can't have that standing unless you, you have memberships. Um, for the individual groups, it's also critical, too. It's a prerequisite. They have to have members in the 3252. They have to have a strong membership in the 3252. Or, yeah, you can't be, right? You have to be there. So if you're a member of a supporter group, critical to do it. If you're a member of the North End 3252 family, don't have to be affiliated, okay? What you do. By donating this, you get something cool out of it too, guys. Uh, it keeps us afloat. It keeps us doing what we do. And then talking about the swag, I don't want to burn too much because it's, the announcements are coming, but the swag this year is awesome. It's the fifth anniversary of the 3252. So you can only figure there's going to be things connected to the five-year. So, yeah, that's there too, guys. Uh, you don't want to miss out on a special edition uh, item that you're going to get uh, with your membership. So that too. Uh, and there's swag coming down the line and, and merch coming down the line. It's exclusive. If you're not a member, that might not be available to you. So jump on, make it happen. Tony. I'll actually show you one thing that I've gotten from it besides the pin. So I don't know if my camera, I have a 3252 card bottle opener. Like 
again, it's nothing too too crazy, but it's like you can fit it in your wallet, have it, just open up, you know, tailgating, easy, simple, hiding, stuff like that. But like I said, it's, yeah, the SOAG is cool and everything, but the brotherhoods, the friendships you make along the way is, you can't put a price on that. The away days. For me, it's the away days. Like, I know Miami. We're going to turn some heads. This is going to be a, a monster trip. Okay. It doesn't happen though without the coordination of the 3252 getting it all together and figuring all that stuff out and negotiating on your behalf uh, to get the right ticket deals to get things moving. So, yeah, again, it's the back end, guys. Good stuff on the memberships, man. Uh, anything else going on? I know there was a community event that you attended, right, sir? So, on President's or, yep, Veterans Day, sorry, President's Veterans nope. Day, similar, but what nope. was it? President's one. It was President's Day. Oh, okay. It was President's Day. Okay. So, see? Right. I, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, on President's Day, um, I volunteered myself to go down with LAFC to um, Inglewood, and we helped this elementary school pretty much like, like, kind of like tarp up, but not tarp up. Or it's like a, like a, like a filling to do privacy for this elementary school in Inglewood. Um, the, uh, the principal was very, very like thankful that we were there and then he brought it into like the uh, parent teacher meetings that they were doing this and all the parents were happy about this that we were doing something to protect the children and it was a fun event just to like learn how to do this it was like you you me and vic from aim we were like oh we got this in 30 minutes took the full four hours just because we didn't know what we were doing so it was a fun event. And then, of course, we had some other events going on recently that just happened. So one of them was Max was uh, giving out free or giving out hot dogs working for Pink's on one day. I believe today we had the, I guess we should do this annual five-year kicking the ball through Randy's Donuts. And that was today was Ilian Sanchez who was doing that. And then of course we had the new song that just dropped about an hour ago, which I love. And we'll talk about that uh, right now because it is the black and gold vinyl club minute. Yes. Uh, would definitely be do it for LA uh, kid Inc DJ flicked. And of course, be real from Cypress Hill. Uh, came out with Do It For LA, a new song that just dropped 9.30 p.m. Pacific time uh, on Spotify and wherever else you hear it. A few of us have been really jamming to this thing in the lead up. Uh, right, Pam? Uh, and so it's cool. It's got the L.A. vibe all the way. The horns are a nice way to start things. I think we like when horns start things here. Just saying. Uh, I might be a little bit privy to that. Uh, it's great. It sounds good. Um, it's been in the works for a very, very long time. Like since last year, it's been in development. So a uh, long time coming. It's finally out. It's good stuff. I enjoy it. Uh, I Check it out. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Ben, have you got a chance to, to hear this thing out? Uh, no, not yet. But as soon as we log off, I'm going to go check it out. Nice, nice. Bam, you've definitely had a run around with this thing. What do you think? I'm digging it. I'm digging it so much. There's not not many songs are done 
with football clubs in the world like this. Like there's been a couple here in Australia, but nothing like this. So having a song like this, just looking forward to cruising to the pub to watch the game and have this blasting, get people turning up down the street going, what the hell is he listening to? But it's going to be fun. There it is. There it is. Yeah, I'm liking it. Uh, I had it in the car playing. It's worth it, guys. It's good. You know, bookend this one with Sticks and his album. Uh, it, it's cool, man. The music is coming in. It's coming in great. Uh, keep it up, everybody involved. I know Rich is like kind of the, the 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 hub of the wheel, I know, in most of these cases. And he's been having an amazing time uh, getting this going. And it's the first guy I heard it from because, again, they've been toying with this thing for a little while. Uh, and it's good. Uh, good on them. Uh, we just keep getting better with these things. Tony, your impressions of the song, sir? Oh, I loved it. Like listening to Be Real and then Kitty and Kiss really well. And then everything about the song, it just, it's a new, good new start to the new like 2.0 that we're, we've been saying for the last couple months and weeks. Yeah. And it's a nice way to kick off the uh, the fifth anniversary, right? Season five season five uh yeah all good things there uh again check it out i know it's on spotify it'll be other places and i think the music video is getting released pretty soon right bam yeah from i caught a bit of the of rich on maximum vince on instagram earlier today and he was saying next week the video clips meant to drop so looking forward to that there we go there we go all right Good things. All right, let's move on uh, to the special feature from Bam. It is your turn, sir. I know you have some things to talk about from last episode, but you got other things to cover as well. So, brother, you have the floor. Yeah. Oh, with last episode, as some of you probably seen, it's not up on YouTube anymore. And because of that, I've got a statement to read out. Uh, Dear FIFA, we know you watch us. Sorry for using two small clips from the Club World Cup final in last episode. Just want to show our viewers a huge milestone for one of our recent departed players. Again, we are sorry. For those that are wondering, FIFA flagged our last video because I used a couple of clips and it's no longer up on YouTube. And that's why you can't go back and rewatch it at the moment. So because of that, there's going to be no video this week, but that's okay. We've got something else to talk about. Seeing as though three of these guys will be around the game and I won't be due to a couple of thousand miles difference plane rides, all that kind of stuff. Um, talking to Joseph and Tony, and they've agreed to allow me to do this, I'm going to be on Twitch next week over at twitch.tv slash heartoflafc. I'm going to be doing a watch long for the game. So I'm going to be having myself on the screen, going to be having our lineup going over, going to have a um, not the game showing but i'm gonna have a animated screen of the game so you can kind of see what's happening and all that so we can talk about it live so if you can't make the game but you want to get interact with other fans during it jump on come over and we'll happily talk about the games because for me it's a 7 45 a.m kickoff now for you guys you guys probably going but it's a half past kickoff um no it's not the scheduled time and the actual kickoff time are completely different and going by <laughs> and going by what's in australia they 
start showing from kickoff. So it's a 7.45 a.m. kickoff here in Australia. Um, Bean Connect will have the game on Bean Extra, so you got to log into Bean for that. In Japan, it's a 5.45 a.m. kickoff. Japan doesn't have a TV rights deal, so talking to LFC Japan on Twitter, he'll be watching it through Bet365, gamble responsibly. France, it's a 9.45 p.m. kickoff. Um, talking to LFC underscore France on Twitter. They won't be showing the game live, but he's going to be doing loop arounds to watch it. And in Uruguay, it's a 5.45 p.m. kickoff. And he'll be watching it on the ESPN app. So that's the kickoff times around the world for everyone. Get into it. Come over to the Twitch and we'll get onto it together. Nice. And so I've seen some of the previews. Bam's giving us a little bit of a a twitch heads up on this thing and it's pretty darn cool i know you don't want to give up too much but uh it's nice i gotta say uh if i wasn't able to watch the game this would be a really cool place to hang out and uh even if i am watching the game on tv uh having him on as well is kind of like the guy to jump in banter with it, it's gonna be good uh the and it's it's the instant analysis guys is gonna make this one a lot of fun so uh, check it out. Bam's going to have that details. We'll put that up as well. Uh, good stuff, Bam. I also want to throw it out there, as you guys heard from Araceli Villanueva. Uh, she has some news for us. Um, I'm going to save it for next week, of course. Uh, she has an exclusive interview that she's actually got set up. Uh, she'll be reporting on that next week for the for the heart of LAFC. So, boom. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Araceli, you are awesome. Nothing but love. We love all that you do. The work is always amazing. We can't wait to hear the interview or actually get the report from the interview. Uh, and I'll just leave it at that. She will break that news, guys. So, good stuff there. Uh, and, again, welcome to the Heart of LAFC family. Pretty sure to be hearing from her next week. Yes, yes. Uh, good. Now, <sighs> it's time to talk about the match. I know you guys have been waiting, what, 46 minutes to make this happen, but here we go. We're going to talk some football, football. All right. Now, Colorado is coming back to town. Yes. So we meet again. We see you, Colorado. We're ready for you, Colorado. It is definitely time for revenge. Uh, they took us out last year. As you all know, some of us were in that stadium crying. Not crying, you're crying. Uh, yeah, uh, getting our hearts broken by those dudes. It's nice to say like the lead guy that was really breaking our hearts the most is now playing for us. So that helps in the process. So uh, old Colorado, new Colorado, there's been a lot of changes. Uh, and bam, tell us how many differences. It, it's not really the same team, right? I mean, it has some big moves. So uh, what's up? What's going on with Colorado? There have been some big moves. Um, one of the first ones, it's not a really big move, but they will be missing um, Brianne Galvin. He'll be out for nine months with a torn ACL. Um, they've been doing a lot of uh, movements over the offseason. So, obviously, the big one is um, players to us. They've also got um, – one moment. Bring up the form that I had down here. Where is it? Uh, Cole Bassett, obviously, he's – He's gone over to Europe. Kellen Costa's come to us. Sam Vines have, less, have left. Um, Trusty's gone. But they've also got some good players coming in. So they've got Brian Acosta in, um, Trust and all that. So 
they've had some big moves happening. Yeah, and then Eunice Anomaly, their only DP, uh, he took off as well. They uh, well took off. They didn't. They didn't up his contract, is what they did. It wasn't really working out that well for him. He made twenty eight appearances. Yeah, there was some injuries. There was competition for his spot. He really didn't earn the spot, and so they let him go. I think it made perfect sense for them. And of course, yeah, you mentioned Brian Acosta. I've always liked him. I've always found him to be a pretty, pretty durable, uh, consistent player uh, for Dallas. And uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a good move. And then, then Max Alves is another one. So they're using the under 22 initiative to bring in Max Alves. So that's a new face that we're going to have to deal with. So the ins and outs, yes, there are changes. Honestly, we know how much Acosta meant to them last year. Our Acosta now. Uh, so really, uh, it's a little bit of a transition. And of course, they're what, like one of the only teams that don't have a DP this year. Right. Talk about a difference of, of operating, right? Because what Kroenke runs the Rams and he runs these guys and I think Arsenal too, right? <laughs> this one's like, yeah, no DPs, but the Rams, dude, we'll bring out stars out of retirement to get a win. Uh, <laughs> very different way of running things. The good thing is for them, they do have a good manager. Uh, he knows how to get a lot out of players, especially young ones. So on that end, of course, they're still going to be competitive. But, yeah, there's some big changes they're going to have to adjust to. That is for sure. Um, looking at, you know, the players, well, that's probably talking about the players and what the lineup's going to be. Tony, how's their preseason and CCL run been so far? <sighs> yeah. If you want to have a the ultimate, like, home advantage – Colorado had it is the best way to say it. They were playing at home. It was snowing. It was against a Guatemalan team, which Latin America does not really get snow. So they're not used to it. And down a man. And what happened? Colorado is knocked out of the CCL. So that is a good thing and also a bad thing because this turns into a trap game 100%. Because... One, K, of course, wants to stick it to any LAFC fan that's just been bothering him for since he's been here, since he left and everything. And, of course, we can't overlook them because they want to show that this is one, this isn't their form, that they're going forward, moving forward as a team. Again, we do have a promising team ahead, but again, but they want to stick it to us 100%. Yeah, you know, they've got something to prove. Uh, changes happened. We took a big player out of their roster. There's been movement. They want to show that they still have it, that they're still a contender. Again, they've got something to defend. CCL is a big wound for them. I guess they weren't ready for it. Uh, but yeah, playing in the snow and you blow that and then you miss right bam the last three penalty kicks in the shootout. How do you do that? Like, really? So they blow it by missing three in a row. The other team had missed like three already as well. Then they just happened to get lucky and get the last one to finish it. But are you kidding me? Bam, were they even hitting like, was it even the keeper doing the job or was it them completely blowing it? I wasn't watch, while watching it, the penalty kick out, I wasn't sure if Colorado thought it was a crossbar challenge or what. The amount of times they hit the crossbar, it was just, I don't understand it. It's a penalty shootout, not the crossbar challenge. 
Sad. Good for us, though, because why? They had to play a 90-minute match. Then they had to deal with penalty kicks. They're completely gassed in a midweek match. And, oh, yeah, it's a Debbie Downer move, right? You lose a big game when you thought you were going to make a run in the CCL, and it's now over to an underdog. Uh, that has to hurt, even if it's the beginning of the season. Yeah, they're they're angry. They have to be angry, and they're coming to us, and we have revenge on our minds. It It's going to prove to be a firework firecracker kind of game now uh who are they going to bring in what should we expect from them well in the ccl i believe they play like a three five two um setup looked a little different there they do tend to like to play the four three three so it's kind of a jump around as to what the lineup could be here typically though it would be that four three three um looking down the line let me see here got pulled up here uh, looking at who they have up top, of course, Rubio tends to be your lone guy up top, top. Uh, he'll be your target. Depth-wise, it would be Lewis, Shinyashiki, or Yapi to come in for him, but he'd be the guy up top. Right wing, Barrios should be the choice on the day if he's healthy. Uh, Toure would be his backup. Left wing should be Lewis or Shinyashiki. Uh, that would be your common occurrence there. Your number eights basically should be K, should be Brian Acosta, the new Acosta, uh, which, again, is a good pickup for them. Uh, there's others that could go in, but those should be your choice. Now, your number six, of course, to me, is one of the best sixes in the league. That would be Price. Man, he's a good player. Uh, yeah, I expect him to definitely be there. Warner would be his backup in that moment. Yeah, right. It's going to be Price. Uh, your backs, basically your center backs, um, if it is going to be the 4-3-3, uh, should be Trusty and Abu Bakr uh, as your center backs. Rosenberry out on the right could be wing back two, and Estevez out on the left. That's what it should be. We'll see what happens. And of course, Yarbrough's in goal. If he's healthy, he's starting. There's no question about it. He's just that good. He belongs there. Uh, no question. Veteran presence for them. So that's your potential for them. But again, CCL was a 3-5-2, which Let's be real. That just means you threw guys higher. You know, uh, we know what they do. We know how quick they're in transition. We know how quickly they can burn us because they have. Uh, the weapons are still there. Some moves have been changed, but the weapons are definitely still there. They can still burn us really good, and they're well organized. Yeah, that's my take on that. Uh, ben, what is what are you thinking? Looking at the lineups, looking at potentials, do you think any big changes to what? What do you expect from them? I mean, uh, I'm not sure if, you know, because I just played a game a couple of days ago. Will, will Robin Frazier, their coach, will they rest some starters? I mean, they might, you know, bring in the big guns in the second half, depending on how the game goes. Uh, I'm not sure if how the players feel physically. They've just gone through, you know, long preseason and these two uh, uh, Champions League games. So we'll see how it goes from there. But you got to keep in mind they're they're very dominant on on set pieces. You know Jack Price, he's he's very good off set pieces like Kellen Acosta. They're very good at delivering that the corner kicks, just the, the free kicks. So yeah, most of the personnel you know still there from last year. They they don't score many goals. You know very low scoring games, but they're very good defensively. Um, I would say their biggest weakness is they don't have a true goal scorer, a true, true striker. I mean, they have Rubio, but, you know, he, he, he doesn't score too many goals. And, yeah, they, they don't have any DPs. All their DP spots are still open. So I'm not sure what, what their approach is to that. 
but yeah, we, we gotta watch out for for Barrios, for Rubio, for for Lewis. You know, they they create danger up top for sure. The the new left back, Estevez, he's he's really good, very technically gifted. He's on loan from the Brazilian Brazilian league. So yeah, he's he's definitely got something to show for. And I would I would add um two two young guys. They their names are Darren Yapi and Yaya Toure. Um yeah, they're both 17-year-old kids, you know, homegrown kids from the academy. They're both, you know, high expectations on them. So if for any reason Frazier wants to rest some of the some of the starters, I would I would watch out for th- these two young guys for sure. So if, if they want to use Barrios as a super sub, Toure would definitely get the start then out on the right wing. So look for that. Ben's right. It could happen. That's for sure. Uh, again, they're built proper because their academy's built proper, right? They bring in guys up. They have a coach that's not scared to use new bodies and take chances. I will say this, though. They have a tendency for a slow start. Last year was horribly slow for them, and they built up, built up, built up, and then turned into the monster that they were. Um, you can catch them early on, especially after a Wednesday match. I can't help but to think, though, it's only two games that they played, right? It's just the beginning of the year. Wear and tear isn't quite there yet. You would think they could probably bounce back pretty well and come at us. Also, weather could play a role. It's, you know, they were in freezing weather. Now they're playing here and it's not going to be really hot, you know, uh, kind of an agreeable type of, of weather setup for us this weekend. So we'll see. We'll see. The sun will be beating down, though. So that accounts for something. Yeah, should be interesting. Bam, when you're looking at the lineup, seeing the movement that happened, looking at the last match, what do you think their approach is going to be? Because of the penalties, I think they're going to rest for some players. And I think, if anything, they're going to hold out for a draw and maybe go for the late winner. Other than that, I don't see them trying to push us too much. Counters more than anything else. Absorb. Be a lot of absorbing and counters near the end. I don't see them trying to counter quick. Gotcha. Gotcha. So they're going to slow this one down is your thought. Is it's bring it down. Yeah. Okay. They're going to try and keep it a nice slow pace. It, it might be one of the most boringest games that we'll ever see. I can see them, them trying to from, yeah, from them. They're going to try and bore, bore us to death. If they hold the ball and keep it boring football, that's what I can see is going to happen. Which is why I'm going to say a coast to the fall, people. A coast to the fall. If you're slowing down again, that means you're giving up fouls. Just saying. Could be the thing. Uh, Tony, your impressions on them and, and what they're approaching with. Again, I, I agree with Bam. It's They're going to they're gonna try to wither us down and try to counter us as much as they can because of the CCL game. Um, I expect K to show up because it's us. And he has love for for most of us. But again, why not? Uh, the bad doesn't usually stick, stick out more than... The bad usually sticks out more than the good. So expect, I expect something from him. Um, but I... It can go either way. It's either going to be a very low-scoring game, and I'll predict 1-0 favor for us, or it could be a high-scoring game, depending on how everything clicks. He's your friend until he blocks you. We'll just say that. 
All right. So looking at the lineup, looking at what they're going to do, if we score first, I think that's when you're going to get a barn burner of a match. If they score first or if they keep us at nil, then it's on us. We're going to have a bit of a, uh, yeah, a bit of an issue. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, going forward, <sighs> bigger question. We know Colorado. We're sure of that. What are we going to do? I think that's that's the big mystery for all of us is what, what should we expect from LAFC? Uh, will the lineup be different? Will it be the same? Will we be playing the 4-3-3? What is Dolo going to approach into this match? Ben, who's in and who's out this week? Well, out, we'll start with the injuries. Um, Eddie Segura, you know, still recovering from his uh, ACL tear from last year. Eric Duenas, same thing. Um, Ismail Tajirishradi, he had a uh, pelvis, um, some kind of treatment. So he's out for a couple of weeks as well. And Julian Gaines, the right back, he's also out with an adductor injury. Um, as far as who's in, I mean, everybody seems to be healthy. Uh, you know, today in the press conference, uh, Chundulo, he didn't really say that anybody was injured as, except for those long-term injuries. So Crepo, uh, uh, Hollingshead, Ilya, Acosta. Um, I, I reached out to someone from the club and tried to com- confirm if Escobar is going to be suspended, but he they said it wasn't confirmed yet. They're still trying to figure that out. So we could see Escobar on Saturday. And yeah, that's that's who I'm going to go with. How weird. Night before the game or two nights before the game, we don't even know if a suspension is going to take place. Yeah, it's weird. That's odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really weird. Technically, he should be, though, right, from his past issues. Yeah, it, it was weird because, you know, I think yesterday or earlier today, I went on the MLS website, and it said he was suspended. But just, like, before the show, like, he wasn't there no more. Like, his name was gone. So I don't, I don't know what's going on, but there's – who knows? Yeah, so the only thing I could figure is he's been under contract. Well, maybe he was under contract with Atlanta and the games would be served because he was just on a loan and the games got burned anyway. Maybe. Maybe that's the angle they're taking. So we'll see. It's a wait and see. Obviously, if he's cleared, he's playing. There's right. no question. Right. He slots in the right back. It happens. There's no way he sits out of this. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't play, who, who do you guys slot in there? Is it Kim Un Juan? Yeah, no question. Kim Wong goes in there. That that's that's your options. That's your battle this year. One or the other, they're gonna battle for the spot. I know who I feel more comfortable with. I don't think there's any any surprise. Escobar is my choice. Uh, ben, do you think it's even a competition if Escobar's ready to go? No, there there's no competition at all. I mean, I think Escobar is. They brought him in for a reason. You know, he has. The MLS experience. He's a champion. Um, Kim Moon Juan, I think he's he's better off as a right wing back, in my opinion. He doesn't defend as well as Escobar. And we even saw a little bit of Kim Moon Juan in the midfield um, against New England in the preseason. So maybe he's a better fit there. Yeah, but as far as the right back position goes, I would say Escobar is number one for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so talking about who's in, who's out in competition for places. The next competition, of course, becomes left back or left wing back. Bam. 
Where is your head at for this one? Who do you think is going to get that spot? With left black going by the depth chart on MLS, I'm going to put Hollingshead ahead of Palacios. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, Tony? I agree. Honestly, uh, Palacios hasn't been showing the form when we first got him. And I'd rather go with someone who's tried true and proven and has the experience. It was Palacios' spot to lose. And unfortunately, I love the dude. And I wish he gets back into form. But it's Hollingsworth's spot. So Hollingshead. Two votes for Hollingshead. Ben? Uh, I'm gonna go with Palacios on this one just because of the famili- familiarity with the with the system. Um, I know Holly said I just got there, you know, a couple of weeks ago. He's probably still trying to get used to the his new teammates, but I think eventually down the line, if Palacios, you know, continues with his mishaps defensively, especially, Holly said is definitely gonna take over that role for sure eventually. There it is. Okay, so where do I sit at it? Like I said, personally, I prefer Hollingshead. I do, but I think Ben makes a strong point. And the last preseason game, Plasio's featured well. Mm-hmm. So he has a selling point right there. Uh, he did have a penalty the one before that, though. Let's not yeah. ignore that part. Uh, like I said, I prefer Hollingshead. Where do I think Doe's going to go? I think Doe's going to go who thinks matches well. If it's Barrio starting, Hollingshead. If it's the kid, Palacios. Speed match speed. Uh, I think that would that would really be what where your, your head's going to be at is who's going to be in there. Do I think they're both going to play in the game eventually? Yeah, I do. I think we're going to see both of them at some point. It's just who gets to start. That's the big fight. It's hard to say. Of course, then comes the battle for center back. Yes, there's a battle there, right, Bam? That's not settled either. It's at the moment, the center back's ridiculous. We've got six to choose from. So, so it would be seven, but obviously Segura's injured. So you got Mamadou Fall, Henry, Torre, Murillo, Ibiaga, and Tony Leone. Obviously, Torre and Tony Leone, they're the backup backups. So it comes down to Fall, Henry, Murillo, and Ibiaga. For me, I love the kid, but I can't see him starting. So I'm going to have to go Henry and Ibiaga starting center backs henry and ibiaga wow that's a that's a crazy one man all right all right why what's your justification for that i as i said i love my four but i can't see him starting not with the experience of those center backs and i don't know just something that says Murillo doesn't start that i don't know why yeah yeah, I'm going to make my case for that one, too. Uh, ben, what do you think, man? Uh, I think for this match in particular, my two starting center backs are going to be Mamadou Fall and Mario, just because those two have been the pair that have been starting um, for all the preseason matches. I feel like they've got a good connection going on. I think Chundalo sees something there. Um, Ibiaga is probably the the first one off the bench if something goes wrong with those two. And then once the girl comes back, you know, I think slowly they'll slide him into the starting lineup. Hopefully there's no setbacks with his injury. 
And uh, yeah, uh, D Daniel Henry, I think he's also a, a good death piece. Um, you know, in the case of an injury or, or a suspension or, or whatnot. But for me, to start the season, uh, I would say Mario and Fall, just based off of what we saw in preseason and just the, uh, you know, the the rise of Mamadou Fall since last year and how Chirundolo just kind of you know took him under his wing and made him the player he is now. And yeah, I think Mario has a a very short leash though. You know, he's he's had some some questionable you know decisions on the field so i think trundle is going to give him one last chance that's part of the reason why they probably signed uh Daniel henry to begin with in case something doesn't go well with him so yeah i would say to answer your question fall in rio for me fall in rio there we go all right tony I'm going to go uh, Mamadou Fall, of course, and uh, Ibihaga as well. I feel like that connection right there, for some reason, they have like a, from what I've seen them interact with each other and play with each other, they have some kind of thing going with them. So, and again, Ibihaga is in, like, again, he's not a ringleader or any, any sorts of, so he supports whatever is needed in the defensive side. So, those are my two picks. My heart goes with what you say, Tony. My head says it's going to be Ben's call. Um, I just I think they're giving Maria one last chance to prove himself, and if he can't hang, he's done, and he'll be gone before the season's over. Literally, I think that's he's playing for his job right now to mm -hmm. stay with us, um, and he's going to give him his chance to play himself out of the lineup, which a lot of coaches tend to do. Is okay. Well. You were there that last year. Let's see what you can do this year. Hart, though, says give it to the guys putting in the work and doing the right thing. Falls featured. He's featured well in the preseason. He should be there. He should be there. To me, Ibiaga's looks solid from the little bits that I've seen. So I, I like that. Mario, to me, has never ever, ever had to like face the fact that he did so many mistakes last year. So I'm just not, I'm not high on him right now. Uh, that's where my head's at. Where my heart's at really uh but my head says yeah ben's is probably going to be the the approach uh so that's where my prediction is at again i'd prefer otherwise but we'll see i think uh daniel daniel henry he just hasn't had enough time with us yet i think that's the, the big catch for him is he's barely been here uh he's got to get with it and he's got to get it with it fast so it's going to be tough for him. And of course, long-term, I do think it's going to be Segura and fall that earn, that win the day. And those will be your long-termers uh, for this year. Those are the guys, you know, to be in the middle, but the workout right now is to figure out who fits the next spot. Mario, you're on the clock. So there it is. Uh, going into the midfield, there's another big debate on who's playing where and how. Uh, again, I think there's some faces that we love that are probably not going to be in the starting lineup. You're going to be like, what? They're not in there, but then you could see the full justification. So, bam. I know I keep throwing it to you. You got it down. Battle for mid. Where's the war? Who's fighting for the spots now? Full mid. You obviously got Blessing, Sifu, Acosta, uh, Janela, Ili, um, I can see Blessing starting on the bench. I I love him. I don't see him with these midfielders. I don't see him as a starter. I see him as an impact off the bench. 
that's the way I look at it. Last 20, 25 minutes off the bench, he'll come in. So starting this round, I'm going to go Sifu, Acosta, Illy. Ooh, ooh. I'm in, I'm in that boat with you as well. I'll be honest. I, I think that's what we're going to see too. Uh, so I'll kick this over to Tony. I agree with Bam. That's going to be my three because Acosta, there's a reason why we signed him. There's a reason there's a hype behind him. There's no way he is not starting. Illy, same thing. So much hype. Everyone was excited. There's no way he's not going to start and show because he's been showing. And again, Sifu, our hype, what he's shown, what he can do, where he can to do everything this is my midfield and i love blessing but he uh he is a very good super sub for us and i love him starting when he can but those are my three and the, the other there thing is the other thing with blessing as well is he's such a versatile player if we need someone up forward he can play up forward if we need an extra def an aid at defender he can come on and he can be a defender it all, all depends on what happens during the game. It's where he can be used. Good at good at many, not great at one. That's kind of been it. But the passion is there. The work rate's there. And that's why we all love him so much. Uh, but again, there's so much quality on this side. It makes it really hard for him to break in the lineup. Realistically, uh, that, that's, that's how you know this team is stronger this year. That Blessing has to fight for a starting role. And there's no guarantees. So that's the difference this year. Uh, ben, you're looking at that midfield. Who do you think is going to be the big three? And I think we all agree it's going to be three. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with you guys. I would say Ilya, Acosta, and Sifu, if it's going to be the, the three midfielders. If for some reason Chirundula wants to play, for example, a 4-2-3-1, I would put Ilya and Acosta as the defensive mids. And maybe uh, Sifu, Vela, and Brian as the attacking mids. And then just take out a blessing out of that equation. But if for some reason they want to play the 5-3-2, I would take out Ilya and put in blessing with a Costa and Sifu. So depending on the formation, I would just kind of see how, how things go. But for this game in particular, I would go with Ilya, Acosta, and Sifu as a three midfielders. There we go. Good stuff. Is there a chance that uh, Acosta could drop back? He'll be that center role. Ilya sits, and then you have the Sifu Blessing combo. Yeah, I mean, why not? Um, you know, again, with familiarity, I think Blessing knows the system well. Maybe uh, Ilya is is not, you know, used to the to the system just yet, or maybe, you know, he needs a little bit more time to get, to get used to the speed of play or the tempo with the LAFC plays. You know, with Acosta being younger and just, you know, more under his legs. So, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see Acosta playing the six and, you know, putting Blessing and Sifu more, two more dynamic players up top for sure. Yeah, talking about future subs, I mentioned one earlier about, you know, the left backs. I could definitely see Ilya coming out late in this game, Blessing coming in and Acosta dropping back. Yeah. I think it, it just naturally looks like something that could happen in the game, no matter the score, 
realistically no matter the score that would make that would make sense to keep things fresh to keep things dynamic of course the one area probably has the least debate is up top i don't think there's much debate on who the top three are going to be depending on health of course uh and of course chichu chicho in the middle uh b-rod on the left yes carlitos on the right why else would it be, of course, with that talent and them being healthy, don't ride off the helicopter, right? We They love switching out. So, uh, yeah, we're dynamic up top. If everybody's healthy, <laughs> welcome to the fireworks, folks. Uh, I, You know, as much as I love Apoku, I think he's going to feature. That'll be your third sub we're talking about, uh, probably for, for Carlitos, right, at some point, even though he doesn't like ever coming out. But... Yeah, starting lineup, I don't think there's much debate there. Ben, do you think there's any debate on who's going to start for the three, if all healthy, of course? Yeah, no, if all healthy, Brian, Vela, Chicho up top, of course, all three, um, you know, switching positions. One goes to the left, one goes to the right, one goes to the middle, yeah. Um, yep, there, there's no debate, you know, those three, if healthy, they have to start every game. Yeah, yeah, and Apoku's there to keep them honest, so... Uh, good things for sure. Bam, you're not even debating on that. That's like a, a given, right? There's nothing to say. It's literally that's a front three until <laughs> until until international duties kicks in or there is unfortunate injury or someone our, comes our, to yellow cards for talking back to the ref. Our death and taxes option up top. Yes. There you go. <laughs> the certainty. Uh, all right, good stuff, guys. Uh, any other thoughts on what you might see, what to expect, what you're really looking for, or who needs to have that performance to get a result? Ben, who's the standout to get the win? For me, I'm going to go with Acosta. You know, he he's uh, one of the key additions to this team. He just brings so much um, on the set pieces, you know, on the midfield. He He's good in transition. Uh, he recovers the ball well. Yeah, I would say Acosta for me has to have an impact game for us to win this game. There it is. Bam. It's gonna be the keeper for me. <laughs> we didn't even mention him, but fair. No. <laughs> to, to me, it, it's it's a keeper. It's over the last couple of seasons, yes, we've scored goals, but we've been letting in goals. So to me, I want to see the performance from the keeper. That's what's gonna make it for us. So Max is the story. Maxime Crepo is going to be the story for you. Nice. I, I, I'm i feeling so good about that one. I will actually personalize a goalkeeper jersey this year because we have Max on the team. I'm just putting it out there like, dude, I know he's going to do well. Uh, he's built for this. Uh, Tony, who's your impact man? Who's going to get that man of the match that makes the difference? I'm going to go with Opoku, actually. I know he's not Ooh. starting, but him coming off the bench is going to show us what our depth looks like when we don't have Vela or Chicho or B-Rod in the starting lineup. I know it's a very different from the starting because I feel like they're all perform of what their quality is. I just want to see what our bench looks like and Oboku's on the top of the list. There you go. The impact man coming in late. Nice. Yeah, for me, Acosta is going to be the story. If he can deliver service on the dead ball, get it to Fall's head, we've got a lovely thing to see on the day. Uh, also, you know, if he's doing the job, we're controlling the midfield. 
uh, it's going to be a proper battle there. And if he's winning the day, yeah, I'm with you guys on Acosta. He's the story. Of course, the other guy will be, of course, Vela, who has not, you know, been where we needed him to be. If he comes up and we get vintage Vela, this game's a blowout. We're done. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun on the day. So, uh, yeah, uh, Vela does well. Get ready for the Shalala. So bring it. Bring it. All right. Let's bring this to everyone else. Get some reactions on the day. I know we have a lot of stuff to cover already. So let me throw up the info here. Let's see, guys. Man, they've been having a lot of conversations here. Uh, let's go. Al Hopkins, every group is welcoming. Don't forget about Pride Republic. Visibility matters. Agreed. At halftime, they always take an amazing picture over where the LA sign is just inside. If you want to be a part of the Pride Republic picture, definitely jump into the mix. It's super cool. Uh, Roberto Espinoza, Tony trying to pregame with the keeper. Try to recruit into the Black Army, guys. I mean, sheesh. Maybe he'll buy a membership. It will help the 3252. That would be totally awesome. That would be hilarious. Maybe you can well, gift him one, Tony. Even better. Well, not only that, though. you got to remember, everyone's always a bit better after a couple of drinks. Not yeah. a keeper. Not a keeper. Keeper has got to. No. I, from personal experience, even a drink exactly. the night before doesn't make you a better keeper. Trust me on this. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, Roberto Espinoza. It's a tangent, but it's kind of how it is meeting up with other supporters. You meet all sorts. Yes, and we have amazing supporters. It's just such a cool mix that we have. Uh, scars are always good. Really? They are? Oh, yeah, I agree. They are. Uh, <laughs> scars are dope. Yes, they are. I need more. Uh, <laughs> Roberto's listening to the music. Oh, LAC Beast, better than my home by Watts, by, by Sticks. Ah, I love Sticks. So I'm never, I'm not going to compare them. I'm just going to love them both. There you go. Uh, Q Cardi, I think Argentina and Colombia have a lot of songs as well. A lot of Boca Junior songs out there. Oh, it's all over. Supporter culture, right? Uh, yeah, but that kind of music is definitely like we're owning it now. Uh, it was pretty good. Hey, there you go. I like Roberto. What? There's a Twitch. Look for it. What? Twitch? Yeah, yeah. Twitch broadcasts. Uh, interviews from Araceli. There's some stuff going on. Articles by Ben, who's always killing it. It's not just a podcast. There you go. Uh, Kay played the whole 90. I wonder if he actually start against us. He'll start against us. He'll do anything to start against us. He wants revenge. He definitely wants revenge. Or he just wants to block more people. I don't know. Uh, David Briscoe, they're going to park the bus. Probably. Probably. Uh, Hopkins, B-Rod, Chicho, Vela. Got it. Midfield, he's throwing up the Sifu, Acosta, Ilie. Uh, ooh, look at He's not even sure. He puts Palacios and Murillo and then doesn't have the others. Ow. Make a choice, my friend make a choice uh there we go and uh if they park the bus we should go four three three four two three one the cool thing um and we've spoken to Cherndolo about this is he's not locked into any of that stuff he's even said we could start with a four three by the by, by the time the game ends it could be a four two three one it just depends on on what's best for the moment he is definitely open to moving things around 
Uh, let's see. Al says four three three. There it is. Let's see who else we got. Ooh, Al Hopkins has made the choice. He wants to put Ibiaga as the CB. Boom. All right. Um, if Escobar can't go, you know what we got to do. All right. Well, Hopkins also brings it up. Do the Dolo lineup so far? Palacio starts. Hollingheads finishes off the game. Yeah, I think it's the logical sub for sure. David Briscoe's loving the fact that we have competition at center back. Good stuff there. Uh, Al Hopkins brings up right back for fall that he had moments. Yeah, right center back for sure. Um, so we'll see where that's at. Hey, Ox is in the house. Says, Let's get that win on Saturday. All about the dub. By the way, your dad's shirt is awesome. Be nice to him about that. Pop Ox now has a custom shirt. You'll see him in the front row. Ox, we love it. Be nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hopkins profile matches Segura. Danielle's insurance at CB. There it is. Uh, Roberto Espinosa. Blessing off the bench is honestly going to be so great. Dude, blessing off the bench is a treat. I love every bit of it when he comes off the bench. The dude, oh, man, you all know. You all know uh, what he does coming off the bench. Ramon is in the in the house. Ramon Poblano. Uh, hi, everyone. Great show as always. Thank you, Ramon. Uh, Janela, backup six or eight. I'm predicting more of a six. What do you guys think? Yeah, six for sure. Yeah. I don't think eight can get touched at this point. And then he's at risk because uh, Kim Moon Juan might take that backup six. So, mm -hmm. yeah, competition. Uh, 4-1. Ooh, Al's getting big. 4-1 LAFC win. I hope. I hope we get something fun. But I want a zero. I want a donut. I want to see a shutout by LAFC for once in this lifetime uh, where we're knocking somebody out and not getting scored on. It would be lovely. Uh, Super sub of Poku. Agreed. From David. Carlos C, CBs and G, G, uh, goalkeeper defending set pieces are going to be important. I think we have the weapons for that. Uh, Carlos C says, before we sign off, I want to let you guys know how much I appreciate the work you put in for this podcast. Thank you, sir. We do it for all you guys. We do it for the love of our team. That's why we're in this. We love everything about LAFC. We live this. And, uh, yeah, we got to do it. Can't help. If I'm not talking here, who am I going to talk to, people? Come on. It's all good. Uh, Get the win on Saturday from Carlos C. Hooligan Ox. Be ready. Early tailgate. Early match. This is my type of day. It gives us more time to celebrate the win throughout the day. Yes, guys. First time back in a real season match in the North End. We've got mimosas. I'm sure some group's going to have them. It's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. Pace yourselves. It's a 12 o'clock game. The sun will be bright. Just going to say that. Enjoy the tailgate, but don't enjoy the tailgate, right? Just enough to be proper, and we'll get some noise in there. We'll make it happen. So don't don't go overboard. Just go just enough. Follow the ox rules. You'll survive. All good things. Thank you everyone for the comments. You guys rock. Now, as is tradition on every show, we of course have our final thought of the day. So, ah, who gets that, that start? Did we do the black and black and gold vinyl club minute? We did. We gave it to oh, okay. the new maybe. song. Okay, maybe I stepped yeah. off for a second. Okay. Okay. I was like, I know it's hey. not vinyl. We're breaking the rules technically, but we got something to celebrate. So we gave it the single. I'll have something cool next week. I'll 
surprise you guys with. I was going to throw it this week, and then I went, yeah, and you know what? We got some solidarity to throw up next week. So I'll bring that up next week. Surprise for you all. So uh, on that note, of course, final thought of the day. Tony and Bam have always been battling, and they always have to lead this thing. So, Ben, you don't get to escape. You're going to start this. First man out on the ice. Go for it, sir. Yeah, just, you know, really looking forward to Saturday's game. You know, it's been a while since we've had a proper home opener. I know last year it wasn't the same because of the COVID pandemic. But, yeah, you know, this this year, you know, year five, the New Jersey release, everybody's back at the bank, full force. Can't wait to see the TIFO and what you guys planned up with that. So, yeah, just looking forward to Saturday's game. Hoping to see you guys there and hoping to get a win. There we go, man. Get it in the right right perspective, that's for sure. Tony, final thoughts, sir? My final thoughts for the day is, again, let's go enjoy that new stadium, that new jersey, because, again, we got fresh grass. That's why I'm saying new stadium, because new season. Um, remember, um, I know I have to be a little bit of a downer, but I have to tell you um, your vaccination cards and a 72-hour covid negative test to get into the bank i i just i don't want to bring it down but on the brighter note let's get that win please see me at the tailgate if you can no one's gonna be early i'll have a drink with you before i have to go in and set up again be ready for that tifo you will enjoy it will be the talk of the town i was gonna say something but i'll keep it keep it keep it more mystery for it so let's let's get this win. Let's start the season hot. Hopefully I can get a jersey with a customization on Saturday because they said they'll have numbers, but let's go LAFC. There we go. Thank you, Tony, for bringing up the vaccinations. It still is in effect. I know the indoor mask mandate has guests gone bye-bye, but you still have to have proof of vaccination. You still have to have... Um, Proof of negative test uh, to get in if you don't have that. One of our brothers in arms is traveling from Vegas. He actually hit me up and was asking questions about that. So thank you, Tony, for bringing it up. I should have brought it up. You rock, man, for doing so. On that one, let's bring this one to Bam. Bam, your final thoughts of the day. Final thoughts of the day. Um, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. It's not going to. It's not how you're going to feel after the game. It's going to how you feel the next day. Remember, it's 90 minutes in this dance. We haven't done that for a little while. Your legs are going to be sore the next day. Hydrate, rest the next day. Keep it simple. Also, one other thing. This year, we're going to need your help, the fans' help. This year, we've talked about the – I've talked to a couple of other guys about it. We're going to, At the end of the year, we're going to do the Heart of LAFC, Heart of LAFC Award. We want you guys, after the game, give us your three votes for the best player, two votes second best player, one vote third best player of the game. We'll send out a tweet and all that. So retweet the tweet, reply to the tweet, all that kind of stuff on Twitter. Who you who you got, we'll give our votes openly on the next episode and we'll end of the year. Whoever's got the most votes will be winning an award from us that we're going to get made during the season. Fancy award, people. I'm just saying, it's going to look super cool. Bam, our lead designer over there, making it work. Um, dude, it, again, it's going to be super cool, but we definitely want you guys to be a part of this because we are definitely going to have a, a MVP Heart of LAFC trophy 
when this is all said and done. So don't miss out on that. Also, you guys voting for things. Fantasy League's out there. Check it out. I think deadline's tomorrow for that too. So check that. Um, other things. Basically, we want to thank you guys for the continued support during the season, during the off season, during the pandemic, the highs, the lows, the mystery of the fall where we didn't know what this team was going to look like coming into it. The doubts, the promises. Yeah. You guys were here for all that. We had a fun time covering it in the lead up to season five. It's been good drama. That is for certain. And we're happy, happy, happy to report what we've seen so far. And we look forward to a full lovely season five of doing what we do best and of course adding some new toys thanks to these amazing gentlemen with me and of course araceli uh doing what she does starting next week so to all you guys thank you let's all celebrate season five together of course tradition dictates what do we say guys before we go ben stay golden bam stay golden tony stay golden and for me, to all of you, stay golden. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.